Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business, available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. All righty, guys, we are back with a fellow podcaster. Cornell has a uh, co-host, Cedric, and they have the Lawn Care Power Moves podcast. Cornell, uh, we have Equip Expo coming up in October. I uh, missed the first couple uh, I watched Keith Kalfas and Blake Albertson and, and Geek the Freak and all these guys and Naylor. And I was like, man, I want to go. I want to go. And I just had conflicts with my other job. So I missed the first couple of years. Uh, finally got to get out there. It was probably 2016 or 17. And then I've been going every year since. Um, it was postponed one year, uh, which was frustrating. But, you know, I've, I'm an avid attendee. Uh, it is absolutely on my calendar every year. I can't wait to get there. It's it's the kind of the highlight of the year for me. I get to just hang out with so many cool people. It's just, I have nothing but positive things to say about Equip, but uh, I want to hear your perspective um, of, of why you get excited uh, for the annual trade show in our industry. Well, I, I, we've been pushing it to have you on the Lawn Care Power Moves podcast with Mac and Steel as well. And it, the reason is it's literally was a life-changing experience for me. Um, my first year, I think it was 2019. Was it 2020 whenever it was they, they canceled it for that year? Was that 2020? Or was it 2021? Whatever it year. Been, I think, uh, yeah, I think 2020, it was, it. yeah, it was canceled. Yep. So, but 2021, we were yeah, back. So, so it was only one year we had to sit out. Yeah, so my first year was, because we're in 2023, yeah. So my first year was 2021, and uh, I went down there. I had a list of people that I wanted to meet and just say thank you. You know, I, I had this attitude of gratitude, and I wanted to go down and just say thank you to all of the um, all of the quote-unquote influencers who were making YouTube videos or podcasts at the time. And uh, it was literally a life-changing experience for me because – in my business here in Pittsburgh, prior to going to Equip Expo, I didn't have like any like friends in the industry. I had one guy, his name was Gordon. Uh, his name is Gordon Cahill with GPC uh, Lawn Landscaping. And uh, I would talk to him, but he was the only one. And it was like kind of lonely because you can't really, you can't learn, man. If you just by yourself and you have no community around you to teach you and you're just trying to start something out, it's it's almost impossible, you know what I mean? To because in your area, like Paul could say he's charging one thing in Atlanta, but I might, maybe I can't charge that in my area. But if you don't have other people who are in your area to talk to, to kind of change that stuff, then you just don't know what the hell you're doing. So when I got to Equip Expo, I had thirty thousand people who felt how I felt. You know, like the people who go to Equip Expo, a lot of them are on social media. And when you get on social media, things are, they're more, people are more willing to to share. I mean, that's literally what social media is, just sharing. So when you got to Equip Expo, it was like social media. And I had just started in 2021 on social media. It came to like, people became real. They weren't just logos. 
and you got to talk to people and and hear stories and then you realize like damn my story is a lot similar to this this person in new york and it's also similar to this person that you know lives in in washington shout out to abigail with hannah grace gardens like or it's similar to this person in texas when you go down there you're just around so like just a an amazing energy and i mean i I don't know i could go on and on and on about it about like how i think it's it's super important i get tired of hearing people say like leaf cleanups are here (laughs) you know what i mean well that leaf cleanup that you're going to do for 400 bucks 500 dollars 800 dollars what if just to do that leaf cleanup you passed on an opportunity that was going to lead you to make eighty thousand dollars or eight million dollars you know what what if you missed that nugget of information that was going to have you change your price from being a 25 dollar guy and running with regular residential push mowers to having a conversation with you know some person from another area and they put you on a new way of thinking and because of that you raise your price that's what happened for me you raise your price to fifty dollars and boom, now you can get that brand new Toro grandstand or Skag V-Ride just based off of a chance encounter down here at Equip Expo. Like, that's what can happen. So I, I'm a I'm a big believer in it too. It's on my calendar as well, bro. Yeah, and every year there's a, there's a unique takeaway for me. But my first year, I just remember leaving and driving back and I was just like the, the professionalism of the industry. I was just like so um overwhelmed by how many professionals there were that were there that it just elevated my business like I came back to Atlanta and I felt like I had an edge on the competition cuz I was like I was there I did see all the latest and greatest equipment I did I got to shake Stan Genetics hand and meet Keith Kalfas and Naylor and then all these other people who aren't even on social media but they're trying to run a professional business and make a good income and like it just changed the way I thought. I just, I came back and I was, I was a different business person uh, coming back from that trip and just really tried to um, take my business to the next level. And then my second year going, my first year I drove up, I didn't know what I was doing. I drove up my F-150. I stayed at the Red Roof Inn, um, which was ghetto. Um, <laughs> I, you know, my boy, um, John Pajak stayed in the the room next to me. So I kind of felt safe, but um you know, it was, it was sketchy <laughs> staying there, but, um, I didn't know what I was doing. So the second year coming, my buddy, Russell Skipper, who at the time he did all my furt and squirt jobs. So he, he took care of all the properties that I mowed. He furred and squirted and did a really, really, really good job. And we drove up together. So it was like six, seven, seven hour drive. We stopped at Cracker Barrel for lunch. It was probably about seven hour total with, with Cracker Barrel. And I mean, we just talked the whole way up. And then of course the whole way back and we just talked business like 14 hours. We didn't listen to music. We didn't talk about sports or politics or any, we just talked business. Like it was amazing. And, and Russell is a very, very, very sharp, prudent businessman. And, uh, that was awesome. And so if you, if you have those opportunities to carpool, I know Pookie goes with, um, Mitchell, Mitchell Gordy and, uh, Lamont. Now Mitchell is, uh, is very prompt person. So Lamont, you know, Mitchell said, be here at 5 a.m. Lamont's like, I was there at 4.45 a.m. Like I ain't playing around with, with Mitchell, man. I spent the night at his house and I was so scared. I was like, um, he's just a very, very intimidating person. Like in his bathroom, he has a sign about like, 
you know, doing all the, the, um, bathroom etiquette, like clean up after yourself basically. So I'm less like, Oh, everything better be perfect. Yeah. Like, I'm like, um, he's like, you want to take a shower in my shower? And I was like, no, sir. <laughs> like I didn't even take a shower. I didn't even want to mess up anything. So, um, he, he scares me, but, um, it was awesome hanging out at his house. But I say all that, like, you know, Lamont and, and Mitchell, they went, uh, they carpooled together. You know what I mean? So it's like, it can even go beyond actually being in Louisville. Like you can, you can take advantage of that, um, on the way there, on the way back, but just the relational, um, part of, of getting to hang out with Naylor and, and pay Jack. And then all my other friends that are going to be there. It's amazing, dude. And, and I met Brian Fullerton there. Um, and I, I, I don't mean this lightly, but I didn't know who, or I don't mean this. Uh, I, I don't know how to say this. I didn't know who he was. I didn't have a clue. He was on YouTube or whatever. Really? I just, I just, the algorithm never fed me his videos yet. And he didn't have a clue who I was. Um, not, I mean, I didn't even have a podcast, but he just didn't know who I was at the time. This was 2017. So he comes walking yeah. up like he's all that in a bag of chips with this little tripod. I'm like, who's this guy? I think he is. You know what I mean? He's walking around with a tripod. <laughs> and, uh, he, and, and Liz, you know, he's got, uh, Liz was with him on his arm and, and I was like, I just looked at him and I was like, that guy is going to be really successful one day. Like, that's what I thought to myself. Yeah. I'm like, this guy is unashamed holding his tripod. Cause I like making videos like that, but like, there was a couple of times I went to Walmart and I was like ashamed. I was like trying to do a live on Walmart. People were looking at me and I was just got nervous and I like shut the live down or whatever. Brian Fullerton this guy was so confident holding his tripod. I've never seen anything like it. Like he just owned it and he just walked up and, and he was holding his camera and he was filming a vlog for Brian's law maintenance, but he didn't have a, a shame in the world or like a, he was so confident and I was just so mm. impressed. I'm like, dude, this guy, I could just tell he's going to be a big YouTuber one day. Just, just by the way he carried himself. And uh, he walks up to me yeah. and he's like, Hey, I'm Brian. And I was like, I was like, Hey, you know, Hey, hot shot. And I was like, Hey, Brian. Uh, I was like, Hey, Brian. I was like, I'm Paul. And uh, I, I'm joking. He's my boy now, but I'm he just, he, he thought he was cool. So I was like, uh, Hey, I'm, I'm Paul. And he's like, Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Brian. And he's like, you, you're Naylor's assistant, huh? And I was like, yeah, something like that. I didn't even correct him. Cause I was, I was basically like the security guard telling people where to go. Cause the, the mm -hmm. mega caverns, it was kind of confusing. Like, how do you actually get to the building? I was like, you got to go down there and turn left. So he just thought I worked for Naylor, but, um, fast forward, you know, like a year or two later, or actually two years later, cause that was 2017 fast forward two years later, he, he asked me to help him with this podcast. That was really cool. And then we become friends over the years and, you know, we're always nerding out talking algorithms and analytics and all that nerdy stuff that, you know, we, 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 we dive into all the details, all that stuff. So we, you know, we become good friends, but literally we met as strangers at Equip Expo and publicly now really? people know we're friends and like, you know, we're always collabing with each other and, you know, hanging out and all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is if I wanted to went to Equip that year, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have met Brian in that organic, natural way. And, and I could share other stories like that. And, and, you know, now he's one of my best friends all because we met at Equip. And it's like, you don't know yeah, what you're, go ahead. No, go ahead, finish. I was going to say, you, you brought up um, all these excuses that guys, the two main excuses are guys, you know, say I got a leaf job, so I can't come or they wait to the last minute. And then they got some lame excuse. Oh, I just can't go because of that. Blah, 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 blah. Like plan ahead and make it a priority 
Because if you put yourself in that proximity, in those, in those situations, you don't know what's going to come out of it. Can I share one more quick story? Mm-hmm. Um, I was at Brian's actual event, LAL, Entrepreneur Academy Live. And mm-hmm. everyone kind of stayed at this hotel called the Hyatt, which is attached to the suburban showplace collection where Brian's event was. So I stayed at that hotel. I went down for the continental buffet breakfast thing in the morning, which is actually pretty decent. And I just go down to have breakfast and I'm in the lobby at the breakfast. And guess who's sitting at the table? Greg Whitstock. And I just like, Hey, can I sit next to you or whatever? I don't know how it went, but I sat, I was sitting, I just sat down there, right? He's sitting there eating his oatmeal and his banana and I'm sitting there eating breakfast and we just had breakfast together. And that's actually the first time he brought up the shack thing. Cause he's like, you're in Atlanta, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna be down there in June. And, uh, he kind of briefly mentioned, yeah, I'm building a a pond, a shack, uh, pardon me, a pond for shack in June. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, I live in Atlanta. And then like, a, you know, a couple of weeks before he came down, he DM me on Instagram. He's like, hey, you know, stop on by. Here's the address. That would have never happened if I didn't go to Brian's event and I didn't go get breakfast. But the fact is, it's the proximity principle. I, ha- I was there and I got connected with Greg and I got to meet Shaquille O'Neal. I went to Equip. I didn't go there like, oh, I'm going to meet Brian's Law Maintenance. I didn't even know who he was. I just was friendly and introduced myself. And now, you know, we're, we're friends. So you don't know what you're missing out on networking wise if you don't go and show up and, and be uh, friendly and, 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 and introduce yourself to people. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, and also, it's like for me, it was the beginning of the mindset shift as it pertains to like the mental, the chuck in the truck mentality. Cause I, I think we need to make it clear that chuck in the truck is not a person. It's, it's, it's your way of doing things. Like that is the mentality. Of there, there, the there is a real chuck in the truck. I, I was at, uh, <clears throat> together in the trades in an elevator and I'm in the elevator mm-hmm. and this guy says, you know who I am? I said, no, sir. He's like, I'm trucking the truck. And I said, I was like, I started <laughs> laughing He's like, Charles Triplett. Nice to meet you. They call me Chuck. And his wife was like, he really is Chuck in the truck. Like that's the name of his business. Cause his name's Charles. He goes by Chuck. Wow. And so his business is Chuck in the truck. He's like, you need to take it easy on me, man. But he, re- there really is a Chuck in the truck out there in Dallas, Texas. His name's Charles Triplett. And uh, his wife's really kind. She's a nurse. Uh, they're a great couple, but he, he, he's like, you gotta, you gotta take it easy on me. I was like, dude, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about this fictional character, but he's like, I am Chuck in the truck. So there really is a guy out there in well, Texas named Chuck in the truck, Charles Triplett. Well, shout out to Charles Triplett, the actual Chuck in the truck, but I'm talking about the mentality of Chuck in the truck. Like if you're not doing things the right way, cause maybe you didn't ask, ask questions or anything for me when I, the, 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 the stinking thinking mentality is like negative thoughts and all of that stuff that changed like almost immediately. Like I said, my first job with a broken foot, I made $190 in three hours and I was hooked from that point, but I didn't know anything like business wise. And I didn't, I like just flying by the seat of my pants, you know, like I was able to finally get a commercial mower in year three and everything. But when I went to equip expo, that was when like I realized the value of like being in the present. Like you don't just get to talk 
uh, to people who are at the top of your industry and they just be forthcoming. Like Michael Jordan wasn't giving the secrets away to anybody except Kobe Bryant. And that was when Michael Jordan was at the end of his career. Like he wasn't just giving that stuff away for free. And when you go to Equip Expo, man, there's thousands of people who are just waiting to have the conversation with you. All they all they need is you to take action. Like the only thing stopping the conversation that could potentially change your life is two things. You don't go for whatever reason, or when you do go, you're afraid to take the shot and then just talk to people. I went down there, you know, what's crazy, Keith is uh, or Paul, when I met Keith at Naylor's event in 2021, um, about a, two months ago, this dude hit me up. He wanted to do a coaching call with me. I'm not going to say who what his name is. Uh, but through me and him talking on the phone, he told me that there's a video of whenever I met Keith. It's like a minute long. I'm cussing in the video and stuff. My wife was not very happy about me cussing in the video. But Keith has that energy. And like, I do cuss. So <laughs> when he cussed first, it just opened up the floodgates. So anyway, but... Whenever I seen him there, I was like, yo, Keith, whatever. And I went right over to him and started talking to him. This guy who wanted this coaching call with me, he was actually in the middle of a conversation with Keith that day. And he told me, he DM'd me and told me, like, whenever Keith was talking to him, um, I, I came and interrupted their thing. And he was like, but it's cool because I had breakfast with him earlier or something. And while we were on the phone during the coaching call, I said, you know what, bro? I mean, no disrespect to you. I wouldn't care if if Jesus Christ was standing there talking to Keith that day. I had a mission to accomplish, and you like your conversation meant nothing to me. So, I, you know, he was like, "Oh, I totally understand." You know, but that that like that encounter, you don't get to have that if you don't come, and if you don't have the balls to just to, Mitchell. Uh, he um he we just had our one year anniversary of our Lawn Care Power Moves Instagram live show. And Mitchell was a guest. We had Blake Albertson and Andrew Martinez came through uh, to help us celebrate the one-year anniversary. But Mitchell made it a point in the uh, in the thing to – we were talking about his event, Morals at Morals Whiskey Kitchen. Um, that is October 17th from 4 to 7 p.m. at Morals Whiskey Kitchen in Louisville, Kentucky. The meet and greet, come through and see that see Mitchell. But he was saying, like, look, if you see – some if you see someone talking, if you see Paul and having a conversation and you wanted to say something, man, tap him on his shoulder. This is exactly what it's for. So don't go down here like number one, come, come down here. Everyone wants to meet you. And not just the influencers, but number two, don't be afraid to go have that conversation, man. You came for a reason. And that that conversation that could change your life. It could be a body quick expo. So, you coming to my event, Paul? Can you bowl? Uh, I'm not uh, bowling. I'm not that good at bowling, but um, we'll, we'll see. It'll, it'll be a game time decision. Um, but I'm I'm gonna be promoting it like crazy. So it's it's on my uh, Tuesday nights, Merle's four to seven. Uh, Wednesday night, we got a new event. T- tell us about. Tell us all about it. Yeah. So the new event, it's. Uh... It's uh, the 2023 Win in Life Meetup at Equip Expo. It's going to be at Executive Strike and Spare, which is three minutes from uh, the Exposition Center, and it's only 10 minutes from 4th Street Live. We're going to have a private 10-lane area from uh, 6 to 9 p.m. 
food will be provided. There will be chicken strips while supplies last, but there will be a buffet style uh, with fountain drinks available. That will be free. Thanks to our sponsors, we're uh, we're going to have three games. The strike challenge. Let's let's shout out the sponsors now. Come on, who who's sponsoring yeah, this? Yeah, this one. So so right now we uh, we we have Jobber, uh, SureCan, and My Service area, and we're waiting to hear back from some others. Um, my service, my service area. Uh, he uh, he he also owns a, 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 a trash cleaning company called Happy Cans in Charleston, yeah, South Carolina, yeah. and he he cleans my sister's trash cans. My service area. Shout outs. Yeah, he just sent me a picture of um, my sister and my niece because he finally got to meet him. Because usually when he goes there to clean the um, trash cans, you know, they're not there. They're inside or whatever. So he finally got to meet my sister. He's all excited about that. But um, what happens is the day, you know, the trash guy comes in the morning and then he follows the trash man and then he rinses and cleans out all the... um, you know, maggots and it's, you know, all those things in the South, we get animals and stuff in our trash cans and mm-hmm. bugs and all. It ain't like Pennsylvania where, you know, you get, it gets cold up there and the bugs don't, they don't like the cold. They come down here. So anyway, he cleans the trash can out. And, uh, anyway, he's a, he's a good guy. Chris Gentry, that's my service area. So that's cool that he's sponsoring our yeah. community. Cause he's not even in, you know, technically the lawn business, he has a, an app to help us with our route density, but, um, really, really cool to see him uh, supporting our communities. Just wanted to shout him out. And of course, jobber and, um, sure can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to be doing three games, uh, the strike challenge, which, um, if you, we have 10 lanes, so we're going to line everyone up. Everyone throws the ball at the same time. Whoever gets a strike moves on. If no one gets a strike, whoever has the highest pin count, they will move on until we come up with a champion. And that champion will have to uh, throw a strike. So that'll be cool. I don't have a prize with it. Not sure what the prizes are going did, to be. Did you, is Mitchell Gordy um, going to come to this? Because I, I heard he can bowl 300s. Yeah, he's coming. We we confirmed that last night. Okay. Um, well, he, he's going to bring his own. There. He's going to bring his own ball, his own bag, his own little glove. He wears a little thing around his wrist. I'm just telling you. <laughs> You're 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 doomed if you're if you're on the lane next to Mitchell. Well, Cedric said he can bowl too, so we're gonna see. We're gonna. See. It's gonna be a funny event. No, but um, like Mitchell's then, the guy uh, that spins it and does his. You know, his right leg goes like up in the air. He he does all that stuff. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. He definitely committed to coming, um, and so that's gonna be dope. We're also gonna do the highest game. So whoever bowls the highest game, you'll get a prize, and then. At all of the meetups that I do, uh, even back here in Pittsburgh, we do a rock, paper, scissor tournament. Uh, and that everyone seems to love the rock, paper, scissor tournament. Um, and then that will also have a prize. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be nice, man. I, I'm excited for it. We got um, Mitchell Gordy will be there. Paul's coming. Uh, Blake Albertson, he's coming. He's bringing his whole team, he said. So his whole team from Kansas City, he's bringing the Equip Expo this year. And they will all be there. And I'm sure uh, there will be some other heavy-hitting influencers that we all want to meet um, at the event. It's going to be awesome. So I hope that we can get this Eventbrite uh, link down in the show notes and you can sign up. You got to RSVP because 
we got to know how many people's coming there. We're going to be doing swag bags for the first hundred people that come through the door. So, Are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business? Check out Footbridge Media. They'll optimize your online presence, manage your reviews, and provide personalized marketing consulting, all under a fixed price pledge. With no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee, it's time to take your business to the next level. Visit GreenIndustryPodcast.com now to discover more about Footbridge Media, your bridge to success. Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS Track It is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks, but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS Track It take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more. With GPS Track It, you can focus on your real job, building your business. So why wait? Visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard, but for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Sign up, man, now. There's already 40 tickets are already gone. Nice. So, so, going quick. so again, Tuesday night will be at Merle's four to seven Mitchell Gordy's event. Uh, Wednesday night. What's the name of the bowling alley? Executive strike and spare. Executive yep, strike executive. and spare. Uh, that's um, yep. six to nine. Yep. Six to on nine, Wednesday yeah. night. And then the Mac daddy of them all on Thursday night. And this is, this is the original OG one. Um, from mm-hmm. that, um, Keith Kalfas and all those guys did back in the day at Pleasure Ridge Pizza. You can watch those YouTube videos. Well, then, long story short, it went Naylor kind of took over, pioneered it, and it went to the Louisville Mega Caverns. Then it went to um, Copper and King's Distillery. This year, it's going to the Yum Center where the Louisville Cardinals basketball team plays. And it's going to be in one of the fancy rooms where all the rich people hang out at, at those games. So Naylor somehow, mm. some way got probably the nicest room in, in Louisville, Kentucky at the, the executive suite at the Yum Center, um, free 99. Um, the while supplies last or why, why, like you said, why the chicken fingers last or whatever Naylor's having, <laughs> um, right. there'll be food and stuff there. So these jokers, the last couple of years, they fill up their plate and then they throw it away. They don't even eat everything. I didn't get to eat the last two years because I'm meeting and greeting. By the time I, you know, get done saying hi to folks, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go eat some dinner. I'm, you know, I'm starving after all day at Equip. No food. The last two years it's happened to me. So have some etiquette and don't eat. Don't take a big old plate of food and then and then not 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 eat it all. Right. But sorry, I'm so grumpy. I'm still, I'm still got resentment from the AT&T. Um, 
the guy that can't speak English and then LeBron left Cleveland twice. I, I just got to, <laughs> I got to go read my Bible and pray and get it together, man. Well, Hey, <laughs> listen, sometimes you got to go ahead and you know, you're an honored guest of the venue and you got to make that, have that plate set aside for you. One day you'll come to a cookout with me and I'll, and I'll teach you that. Yeah, you, right. you always got to have that plate. You got to have that plate set aside. So I always tell my wife, you know, Thanksgiving, I do the same thing. Um, you know, we talk a lot. Well, my wife, she usually makes my plate, you know, first, but we go to uh, other people's plate, you know, whatever. You got to get that plate made early and set aside well, for yourself. The, the, the climax of it is Thursday morning. I go to, um, it, it, we have an event called the morning show. So it's going to be in the main ballroom and it's um, standing room only. And we, we do a live podcast recording from the stage. It's so much fun. And and yeah. all they have there is donuts and I try to not eat donuts. So then from there I go and I'm on the trade room show floor all day. And then I go from there and I go to the rally. So by the time of the Thursday of the equip, by the time I get to the rally, I'm like just drained physically, emotionally, and I'm, I'm hungry. So, and then, mm. you know, like you mentioned earlier, you wanted to meet Keith and you came up to him you'll remember that the rest of your life. And so if someone comes up to me and they're like, Paul, I listen to your podcast. I don't want to blow them off and be like, Oh, I'm going to go eat dinner. Like, you know, I, I give, so you know, I, I give everyone my best attention. I try to at least. Um, and Shaq, did, yeah. Shaq did that too, man. That was something I was really impressed with Shaq. Like he, um, he was just so kind to me. Like he, you know, he don't know me, you know what I mean? And he just, he was really nice. So anyway, I say all that, once all that was, you know, done and I could finally get some breathing room to go get the dinner, I was like so pumped up. I'm like, I can finally eat food after this long day. And then I see the ladies putting all the pans away and I'm like, Hey, where's the food? And they're like, it's all out. I'm like, Oh man. So that happened two years in a row. So I'm just dreaming about getting that food at the yum center now. Well, I hope that the people just heard what you said, like about, the one that might be the one time I, I've, I've heard Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, they've all felt that way back in the day. Like that's why they played every game because that, that, uh, that family, you know, that dad who's working hard every single day, mm. or maybe that single mom who is, you know, she saved up you know, for three months to be able to buy that ticket to take her son or daughter to the NBA game. And they're all the way up in the nosebleeds. And all they wanted to do was see Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan play. And they sat out for no reason that day. And like how how that must make a person feel. And that's why they always played. Like that's why they always played was for the people who may never have that opportunity again. Right. And so when people meet you, it's, it's very important. And I say this from experience because what how you say things and and how you make people feel, they'll never forget that, like you said. You may forget it, but they'll never forget that. And that might be something that like hurts this person for years. And it could have been avoided if you just handle that thing with a smile. So I'll tell you a, a real quick story. I play flag football and um, this really hit home for me, what you just said. I play flag football and there's certain rules and I play four man. There's certain rules in four man flag football. One of the things is behind the line of scrimmage, you can't, like toss it in this in this particular league that we play. So this team did that. They threw it to this kid who happened to be really fast. He ran a touchdown. It was a penalty. 
he got mad and then I said something and then he said something back to me and I said, learn the rules. Can can we cuss on here? This ain't a bad cuss. No, don't, don't cuss. We, 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 we okay. edit, we, Mr. So Producer I, edits them out and then I got paying by the hour. So just, just don't cuss if you can. All right. All right. So I, I, I won't. So I said, learn the rules, dumb butt. Okay. So I said, learn the rules, That'll dumb work. butt. And, and, yeah. So he was, uh, he was loud enough for the next play and he kept looking at me. And my, one of my teammates was standing right next to me. It happened to be cold this day. This guy had on like a, a, a wife beater t-shirt and he was playing and it was cold this day. And he just, after I said that to him, he would not stop looking at me. So finally I said, I looked at him. I said, do you got a problem, bro? And literally a tear rolled down his face. Like whatever me calling him a dumb butt. I don't know if someone called him that back in the day or, if, you know, whatever he might've been dealing with emotionally, but it struck a nerve with him. And so after, and nothing happened, but after the game, I just had this feeling in my heart, like, man, I need to go apologize to this kid. Cause this is just a, a flat football. I mean, he wasn't a kid. He was a grown man. I didn't say that to a child. Um, but I said, I, I just had this feeling in my heart. Like I need to go and say, sorry, because I, I can't leave this football field and know that that guy left. He's going to go to work and maybe he's still stewing on that. And maybe something, maybe he gets in a car accident or, or whatever. I, I, I my brain went to the, to the worst uh, places. And I just went over to this guy and I said, Hey man, I, I didn't mean anything by that. It was just the heat of the game. You know, um, I apologize for saying that. And, and he literally gave me a hug. He literally gave me a hug and then he backed up his eyes welled up and he said, my mom just died a few days ago. And I was like, yo, right. His mom used to call him a dumb butt all the time. Oh my gosh. Bro. So that hit me. And, and that day, like I, we went to, uh, we go to this place called carnivores to eat afterwards. And I got down there, my, my teammates, they were like, everyone was kind of laughing about the fact that the guy cried. And when I told them that, like every, it just got quiet. Like everybody just understood, you know what I mean? And I just said to them, listen, we can't, uh, and this is the, this is so true. Like before we end the show, I know we got to get off of here, but understand that like, how you treat people, you never know what they're going through. And so always leave people with a feeling of increase. Always make them feel like they got something positive from the interaction that they had with you. Because you could, just like I talked about being the one earlier to change your family's tree, you could have been, you could be the one person that sends this person over the edge, you know, to disaster or to endlessly having a prosperous life. You know what I mean? So I would, I would, I would hedge on the side of like, let's leave someone feeling positive rather than someone feeling like you're a jerk. You know, that's so, so good. Yeah. Life, life and death are in the power of our tongue and power of our words. We want to speak life over, over those who, who we encounter. So very well said. Was there anything we're leaving out here? I know we kind of covered it all, man. Is there anything I'm missing or leaving out? Uh, no, nah, go follow the YouTube channel. You know, Instagram, Mac, land, Mac underscore landscaping 412. The YouTube channel is Mac Landscaping and Lawn Care. We got the Lawn Care Power Moves podcast that comes out every Monday and Friday. And uh, starting, I don't know when this podcast will come out, but we are now going to be releasing our live show every Wednesday morning. And then we have the live show on Instagram at 7 p.m. 
Eastern time every Wednesday. We've been doing it for a year, man. It's a year, it's a year old. And uh, I'm pretty proud. Like Paul, he's been praising us for our consistency. And so that's one of the things that I'm, I'm super proud of is like, we, we got a lot going on in life and business, uh, but we have made it a point to find the time uh, to be able to share our experiences with our community and hopefully help some people. So yeah, that's that. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time. I got to go now. Now I got to go call the power company and get my power on at my new spot. So their customer service closes here in 52 minutes. So I got to, got to get them on the horn and get, get these utilities set up. So. My man. Well, I'm moving, you, I'm moving tomorrow, the by the way. So I, I squeeze. Yeah. I'm, well, tomorrow I'm moving. Yeah. It's, it's a long story. I can't talk about it on air, but I'm, I got the, the boxes packed and, uh, Taking my talents, not to South Beach, but somewhere else. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> if I'm you know, happy for you, man. If you know that reference. Yeah, yeah. So you keep you keep coming out the door. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to send it. Legon. Yeah, I'm going to have to send it to him. No, man, I appreciate, I appreciate the opportunity, Paul, as always, man. Thank you uh, for sharing your platform with me. Uh, yes, sir. This. It's been a while. I don't know. I guess you'll have to break this into two podcasts. I know you're usually 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and we've been on here for two hours. Yeah, we'll at least have a part A and part B. If I, if I play that AT&T rant at the beginning, we might have a part C. So we'll see what Mr. <laughs> Producer does. But well, th- these are the kind of well, these are these are the kind of podcasts, the feedback I get. These are the kind of podcasts people like this, uh, this stuff more than I mean, they're everyone's story is kind of the same, right? You started with your little ghetto mower, your little ghetto truck, your little ghetto trailer, and you get better and you grow your bit. Like we all kind of have the same story. You know what I mean? We all went from a glorified truck in the truck to building something legit. Um, and, and, and that's okay to keep those stories coming, but people like when we just have these real conversations, like you sharing about calling that guy a dumb butt and then apologizing like that. People will remember that. From this this podcast, they'll remember you telling that story. I guarantee it. They'll they'll remember that. Um, yeah. So th- that's the kind of stuff that I appreciate you just being vulnerable and real and like, you know, I, I guarantee you, whoever listened to that, they'll remember that story. And it's it, that that's the powerful stuff. So I I enjoyed this one. I agree, man. And I, that's the thing, like on social media. Like at the end of the day, because like, this is why our, I think our podcast is doing pretty good is because we don't really talk about business too much. I feel like Cedric and I are, we're still at the, I'd say the beginning stages of learning like how to do the, everything right and proper in business. And there's guys like Brian who's been in it for 18 years, you know, you, and you know, all these other people that have all of that good experience. It would be very fake of me to try and and put on some facade and be someone that I'm not. I'm as real as they come. And this is this is why I, you know, I I feel like the power moves, you can get the power moves in business from a lot of different places. The power moves actually happen in your brain. They happen in your head. And hearing how uh business owners talk and and think, you know, their ups and downs, the things that they've actually gone through that's how you resonate with people. That's what made me love the Dave Ramsey show so much. Not because he was telling me to save my money or anything. It was hearing the stories of the people who called in and maybe, uh, the, I love when people talk about changing their lives and, uh, and they're now at the millionaire 
phase and, and they get to come on his thing and say, we're debt free. You know what I mean? That those people who are debt free, I used to love to hear those stories because I aspire to be that sometime, you know, at some point in my life. And then also I'm like, I feel like I'm so far behind, but then you listen to a Dave Ramsey podcast and you hear a real life story, how someone went to school to be a police officer, but they decided to get a criminal justice degree from Yale because their parents went there. And now they have $300,000 in student loan debt. Well, I looked at my life and said, well, damn, I don't have $300,000 in student loan debt. I don't even have student loan debt. So I'm, I'm ahead of this person that has a degree. So the stuff that was in my brain, like that's where it starts. You gotta, you gotta be inside your brain, and and, and that's where the power moves. I, I believe starts is in your brain. You gotta believe, and so that's what we're all about here. Sorry for derailing again, Paul. Oh, I can't help it. It is all good, but I do gotta call this the utility company before they close because I gotta, I gotta get the power set up so I can move in in the morning to the new spot. So, thanks for your time, man. My we man. will definitely be in touch on the on the World Wide Web. For sure. All right. We'll catch up later. Yes, sir. Peace. Don't miss your chance to level up at the 2023 Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky. From October 17th through 20th, you can explore the best in landscaping and hardscaping across the 1,000 exhibits. Make the most of this event and use my promo code POLL to save a whopping 50% off your registration. Just check out the link in our show notes and let the growth of your business take center stage at the Equip Expo. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.